The Sloppy Sorting Hat is a podcast that includes adult language and content, as well as spoilers from your favorite TV shows, movies, and books. It is also a zero-budget production that may sometimes have weird audio quirks. You have been warned, and this is your last warning. It's the Sloppy Sorting Hat. Welcome to the Sloppy Sorting Hat. This is a podcast where we sort characters from our favorite movies, books, and TV shows, but because the hat and we are a little sloppy, we will most likely get it wrong. I'm Amanda, and I'm excited, and I feel relaxed. I'm Danny, and I'm ready to party! (laughs) And I'm Mish, and I am also ready to party. This episode has some classy... uh, I apologize. Classy (laughs) shit, like games and other stuff. We're starting the hilarious ladies from the hit comedy Bridesmaids, but first, excuse me, um, can we get a glass of alcohol when you get a chance? Because we need to get sloppy. Ready, Fred? Ready, George. Awesome, Zach. <laughs> this episode's <laughs> drinking segment is better beer. And to honor weddings everywhere, I am drinking champagne. A champagne of beers, that is. Miller High Life! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jim Mapes, who loves the champagne of beers. Not surprised at all that you didn't, you probably didn't even need to go that far to get this beer, Michelle. It's in your fridge. Exactly. I, I don't actually like Miller High Life, uh, but we always have a sinful glut of High Lifes in the fridge because my <laughs> husband loves them. So yeah, it was very easy for me to get my hands on the champagne of beers here. Um, so since I'm drinking the champagne of beers, I naturally have to make a wedding toast. And I want to toast to the absolute strongest, sappiest, cutest couple in the wizardly world to the best bride and groom ever, Molly and Arthur Weasley. They had seven kids and never lost that spark. So cheers to you, Molly and Arthur, to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers, Clinkies. Oh, yeah. Good. All right, Amanda, what are you drinking? I am drinking, it's a beer called Orange Whip. It is a milkshake IPA from the brewery Rochester Mills Beer Company. Um, I basically just got it because it's a milkshake IPA, and I love those. And it has oranges and vanilla and sugar and all that good stuff in it. Um, It's delicious. Danny, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Saucy Brew Works Habitual. Uh, It's Kolsch-style ale, 5% from Saucy. I believe it's a Cleveland brewery. Definitely been there. I don't know if it started here, but I think so. Um, Anyway, it's pretty good. Tastes like beer. You know how we like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody has a lot of bad habits in this movie, so I thought it was pretty fitting. <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> All right. You can't trust anybody ever, especially during a game of a bloody beep. Oh, bloody hell. All she wants to do is <laughs> me. My lips are getting chapped. Look. So while we get sloppy, let's play. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. So during this game, I picked three quotes from the Harry Potter books. I beeped out a word, and Michelle and Amanda have to guess the word, the book, the person that said it, and the page number for some extra credit points. First, you two carry on. Don't let me spoil your Amanda, you go first. Fun. Yes, you got it. (laughs) Yay. Do you want to guess the person who said it? Page, book, or chapter? Um, the person who said it. Okay. Hermione. Wrong. Oh, dang it. Mish. 
Would you like to steal? I would like to steal. I believe Harry said this. Wrong! Ah, shit. It was Ron, and it was in book seven, The Deathly Hallows, chapter yeah. 15, at page 306. When they're in the forest. <laughs> um, it is winning one to zero. Okay, everybody take note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. What do you think Harry's going to do with it? The floor? Mish, you go first. He's going to fuck that floor. <laughs> um, what do you think Harry's going to do with it? Beep the floor. Uh-huh. Sweep. Yes. One point for Mish. Uh, any, I think, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think Ron said this. Yes, he did. And that would be in... Um, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yep. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be when Sirius sends in the fireball, which happens around Christmas, I think. So let's say chapter 14. No. Amanda, for the steal, chapter page number. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, chapter 22. Nope, it was chapter 11, page 225. Wow. All right, last one. Excuse me, but I believe I am the master at this school. Amanda? <laughs> Potions. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, I think Snape. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I could have been Slughorn. A bold guess. I could have been Slughorn. <laughs> could have been, yeah. <laughs> um uh I wanna go with the book of Sorcerer's Stone. No. Mish for the steel. Goblet of fire. Nope. All right, it was uh, Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 9, page 144, and you guys are tied, three to three. Oh, I shit. don't know what to do. <laughs> do you guys want to share the gold medal, or do you want to have a death match? I want a death match. Yeah, I want a death match. You just look up a quote on the internet, like maybe an easy one, the first person to get it, has, like they have to shout it out. Everyone take note. I kept up with Mish. <laughs> the bloody beep champ. Okay, one moment, please, while I find this. Ready? Yes. I'm going to bed before either of you think up another idea to get us killed or worse, expelled. Stupid. No. <sighs> yeah, um. <laughs> oh, I know it. Another... Idiotic. Nope, Amanda. Dumb. Amanda. Dumb. Dumb. No. Damn it! Oh my god. Okay. One more for Mish. Or you guys okay. have to tie. Right. I really think about it. Can you say it again? The quote. I'm going to bed before either of you think up another idea to get us killed or worse, expelled. Okay. Clever. Yes. 
You got it. Damn it. Yeah, you guys went in the wrong direction. She was being very sarcastic. Clever so Misha won that one. Four not, to three. It's not like Hermione to be sarcastic, so that I can see why we got tripped up there. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Four. Mish. You win. Amanda, you did good too. Thanks. I actually kept up with Mish. So that's true. Yeah, that was really that was a tight race. <laughs> now it's time to get our beautifully haired heads out of our assholes and get to sorting. When I call your name, you will come forth. I shall place a sorting hat on your head and you will be sorted into your houses. Amanda, you go first. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm up first. I'm gonna sort Bryn and is it Gil? Gil, right? So yeah. Okay. I'm sitting uh, sorting Bryn and Gil, which are um, their brother and sister and roommates of Annie, in case anybody forgot, because I did. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorting these two. We're sorting them together um, into Ravenclaw because they are definitely self-aware. They know it's very mature of them as brother and sister to be living together with another roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryn knows that getting a tattoo from a guy in a van is a stellar idea. And then in order for the spelling to go down, she dumps the whole entire bag of peas on her back. Um, <laughs> they both understand that it's important to conserve water. So why not take a bath together? Mm-hmm. Weird. And Brandon knows that the only job she could possibly get while in a tourist visa is to be a prostitute. So that, folks, is why they're going into Ravenclaw for clear intelligence and Obviously, so much wisdom. <laughs> they're brilliant. <laughs> they are brilliant. Yeah, they know that they're now at an age where it looks stupid for that brother and sister to be living together with a roommate. They're going to be a brother and sister living together on their own. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that makes sense. Exactly. Good job. Good job to them for figuring that out. Weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> they're very strange. They're very strange. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I I thought that um, Rebel Wilson was like one of the bridesmaids. This was like before she really took off. I forgot that she was just this weird roommate in this movie until I rewatched right. it the other day. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty funny. They both are pretty funny. Oh yeah, they're very funny. I like um, Matt Lucas is his name. I think I love him too. He's um now he's on the Great British Baking Show. Oh, oh cool. yeah. He's like one of the hosts, and like in the most recent episode, he was like, "This is really dark," because like I used to be in films, and I was thought about bridesmaids when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I agree, Ravenclaw for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, I'm up next, and I have ten. And this guy is a straight up douche, but he comes to pick up Annie in her time of need, so he's a Hufflepuff. He'd do anything for a friend, like drive 30 minutes to the middle of nowhere and demand roadhead on the way back. <laughs> he knows sleeping in your own bed is the best, so he kicks Annie out before bedtime. That's super nice. Uh, yeah. And he's very patient with Annie. Like, he knows she wants more, but he's patient with her cuddly bullshit so he can get laid. So, mm-hmm. Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, good reasonings. This is a lot like Jim. When we were in college and we were living in dorms with, like, little single beds, like, we would you know, have an intimate night together. And then he'd wake me up like an hour later and be like, it's time for you to go to your own bed. So, you know, it's really sweet. I'm, yeah. you know, that's why I married him. Yeah. <laughs> well, in your guys's case, I mean, a single bed. Yeah. That's annoying. You know, <laughs> I would also tell you to go to your own bed. 
I think he's just really being straight up and honest with her, though, when he's like, oh, I want you to leave, but it feels me to say that or, or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, I really want you to go. <laughs> I think he's just like trying to be polite about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's just, being a, he's just a great guy deep down. <laughs> right, definitely. Great guy. Mm-hmm. I do like the part where he thinking George Glass cannot possibly grope her boob like he can. That that doesn't really fit into Hufflepuff, but it's just such a funny scene. And she's like, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. It's like yeah. so cringy. Right. It's also so hilarious to me that she liked like that George Glass reference is from the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. What right? And he's right. like, he's like, oh, can George Glass do this? I'm like. How do you not know George Glass is made up? Like, how are you jealous yeah. of a random guy named George Glass? <laughs> right. It's so strange. Yeah, but he's a douche, so we Big can douche. move on. Big douche. The right, douchiest I'm... of douches. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, I'm starting Rita. And you guys, Rita just wants some balls in her face, you know? Uh-huh. So for that reason, I am sorting her as Quidditch captain. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Think about it. She loves, ball, loves balls in her face. Always wrangling a bunch of unruly boys, dealing with their disgusting behavior, trying to keep everything coordinated, and you know, sometimes having to ride broomsticks during the Daily Show. Yes. So good. She's basically Madam Hooch. You know. At that point. <laughs> I love it. That was good. So good. Definitely can't uh, argue with that. Yeah, there's just no way. All the now, we have a, now we have a new sorting category, everyone. Quidditch <laughs> captain. <laughs> I am known for coming up with new sorting You are, yes, so. you are. Yeah, I, that's a really good one. Good job, Mish. I love it. Thank you. Rita is hilarious and just, yeah. like, really uh, blunt and kind of scary at times. You know, Quidditch captain. That's yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. At the same time, she's she her skin smells like sunshine, and she's or whatever. What does Becca say about her? I can't remember. I think she she says, uh, "You smell like pine needles and have a face like sunshine." Yeah. So yeah, there's also that. Yeah. Didn't she say that she's prettier than Cinderella too? Yeah, she's prettier than Cinderella. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little disappointed. Maybe you're going to talk about it with Becca, Amanda, but I'm really disappointed that. We didn't get to see that little love connection come to fruition totally between Rita and Becca. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would have been hot. We oh, yeah. can get into Becca. Yeah. I don't really talk about that, but we can talk about it more. Um, so I'm up next. I'm going to sort Becca, but I um, I think Becca is a Slytherin. She mentions multiple times that Annie does not have a significant other and then tries to set her up. And that went awful. <laughs> She lies to her husband and says she is tired, even though she isn't tired. She just, uh, she throws up on Rita's hair. Like, really, you didn't see her there on the <laughs> toilet? Um, and then she has crazy ambition to be a mom, just like Rita, which I have no idea why she would want to be a mom like Rita after Rita tells her all the horror stories about it. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm sorting her into Slytherin. But, yeah, we can talk to her, talk about um, that relationship because it is that that plane ride is just so funny um, between Rita and Becca. I think she's a great Slytherin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she seemed ready to move move in on Rita. 
Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, they were kiss each other, which technically is cheating, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's like with a different sex, but that's cheating. It's still oh, cheating. Yeah, it's still cheating. It's still cheating. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty so, prideful. She, um, like you said, she was like hiding all those things. She was pretending she was tired. She made it seem like. She's a honeymooner and she's super happy. And then we like hear everything on the plane. Yeah. She's, she's like manipulating like, yeah. her husband into thinking that she's happy when she's really not. And that's not a good thing to do, Becca. You yeah. need to tell your <laughs> husband what you, what you feel. Yeah, Becca. Yeah, yeah Becca. Yeah, but she went to Disney. And Disney's kind of a weird honeymoon place. I mean, no offense to the people who went to Disney for their honeymoon, but it's kind of strange because why would you want to spend your honeymoon in a two or sorry, how many parks? A million parks with a whole bunch of kids, but whatever. I mean, I, I mean, we've gone there, like Adam and I went there, uh, just the two of us, but it wasn't our honeymoon. It was awesome, but. Oh, no, no, no. Going on vacation better. to Disney is really cool. Like I would, but on your honeymoon, it's just like, I think you just want you and your hubby, but not Becca. <laughs> All right, I'm up next, and I have Megan. And I just want to say, all the puppies. She's going to Gryffindor because who can take care of nine puppies when we all know that six is the most realistic cutoff amount of puppies? (laughs) (laughs) It was a reckless move, Megan, taking all those puppies. There's probably so much shit she has to clean up, and I'm not talking about the puppies. Also, that time she shit in the sink. So much mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. cleaning. It was mm-hmm. coming out of her like hot lava. Oh my god! <laughs> but when you gotta go, you gotta go, and you know Gryffindors find a place to go. Mm-hmm. But she she knows where those bombs are, <laughs> and only Gryffindors who make really risky choices should know where bombs live and what their codes are. So just an all around Gryffindor, like attacking the the air marshal, not attacking, but you know like uh, seducing the air marshal. Seducing, yeah. Um. Yeah. Megan is hilarious. Love her. Definitely Gryffindor qualities. I have. A lot of hard times watching this movie and that scene with the food poisoning. I swear to God, every time after I watch that scene, I have a hard time eating out at restaurants for a very long time. I'm always like so nervous that I'm going to get food poisoning. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That scene is nuts. And I just feel like how awkward was it to film that scene? It's one yeah. of those scenes where you just like sit there and like, oh my God, how did they film this? How did they not crack up the whole time? I know. <laughs> Man. How were they not just like embarrassed the whole time? Like it, it goes both ways. And it was coming out both ends. So it's kind oh, of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's wild. Literally a nightmare situation. I always think about like, how did they pay for all those dresses they ruined? I know. I thought about that too. Does Helen just pay for it all? Because like. <laughs> That wedding I think so. Ruined, right? Like, yeah. Mhm. Honestly, she should have gotten it cleaned and then wore that at the end during the wedding because that dress was probably better with yeah. shit on it than the one she had. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> so true. I like how uh, Megan. Oh, sorry. Back to Megan. I like how she pranked uh, pranks her brother. Apparently, I guess all the oh time God, by putting yeah. a loaded handgun in his uh, carry on. While they're yeah, going, that's, that's super reckless too. Like, it's yeah, really so bad. Loaded gun in Dougie's carry on. That's so messed up. 
<laughs> I'm, I always am like, Annie, text Lillian and like, we'll get mm-hmm. to what a shit friend Annie is. But like that. It's like, <laughs> right. <really? laughs> yeah. But yeah, Megan's definitely reckless. Definitely, definitely a Gryffindor. Chilly yeah. Is too, kind of a little bit, but you know. Yeah, she like basically, um, she kind of helps Annie out of her rut. So yeah, she does. You know, that's yeah. kind of actually more helpful, I would say. But it doesn't matter. Let's just move on to Rhodes. Okay. <laughs> Before we switch houses. Let's, let's talk about Rhodes. Rhodes is a Ravenclaw. Here's why. It's a real genius move to leave a cake sitting outside on your front step for like weeks or whatever. Because um, you don't want people to think you're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> right? Like, right. that'd be a fucking nightmare if people thought you were a Hufflepuff. So... What's the best way to get suspicion off you that you might be a Hufflepuff? Leave a cake on your front porch and and let uh, let everybody see you're not eating it. And then let raccoons get at it. And then you're never going to get rid of those little fuckers. Um, <laughs> but the important thing is no one thinks you're a Hufflepuff and you showed that fucking Annie that you didn't want her fucking cake. Super smart shit. Like, if you don't want the cake, throw it away, right? Like, I don't understand... What the point of leaving it on the fucking like step in front step is, right? Right. It's so fucking weird. And so it's just like, ooh, genius level master strategy by you on that roads. Good job. I also think that he just the whole trying to get Annie to bake thing wasn't very cool of him. Um Yeah, like he yeah. thought he knew best. Yeah, and she was clearly saying no, like I don't want to. Yeah, yeah no but, means no, Rhodes. Yeah, even when it comes to baking. Okay. <laughs> um, I do really like him though. Just he's I'm cute. He's cute. Yeah, he's, he's a little cutie. Cute. Love that he just funny. ignores all the laws that Annie is breaking when she's trying to get his attention. <laughs> Some of those he probably should have not ignored. But right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't so know. Are you saying, are you saying he's actually a Hufflepuff though? No, I'm saying he's a Ravenclaw. Seems pretty Are smart. you saying he's a Hufflepuff? Well, he really likes her cakes. I mean, he was obsessed with her cakes <laughs> until that time she left one on the porch and he just was like, raccoons have to have it now. Yeah, but he's not a Hufflepuff because why wouldn't he just take the cake in and say, hey, he didn't end up eating it. I don't know how long he left it there before he ate it. Couldn't have been good. He probably just wanted food poisoning like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he wanted that experience as well. Yeah. Just to relate to Annie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm up next and I'm sorting Helen and I want to start this sorting out by saying I think every woman in this movie is gorgeous and a total babe. However, I'm putting Helen into babe house. She <laughs> <laughs> is pretty hot. She obviously has insane loyalty to Lillian. She puts in tremendous amount of work and planning to uh, to plan the bridal shower and wedding. And she's a good friend. She immediately tries to find Lillian when she wasn't there for a wedding and puts her pride aside and seeks out Annie for help. Um, and plus, she had that giant cookie at the bridal shower. So she obviously has to be a Hufflepuff because only a Hufflepuff will think of that. So true. she's mm-hmm. going into the babe house because she's also a babe. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, the whole sabotaging Annie kind of thing, not great. But everything else, yeah, 
She uh, she's really just trying to have a friend, and Hufflepuffs love friends. Yeah, but like giving a trip to Paris in front of everybody—that's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm with that Annie is, on that. that like, yeah. like I wouldn't have blown up like Annie, but in my head I would have been like, "What? Why? Why?" Mm-hmm. It was really funny because I hadn't watched Bridesmaids in a very long time, and Justin and I are sitting there watching it, and. She gives that car to Lily and it's like a trip to Paris. And I was like thinking in my head, I was like, I would not want to go to Paris with like a friend. I'd rather go with like my significant other, you know, because it's more of a romantic place to go. And then Annie goes, everyone's thinking it. She's a lesbian. And then Justin's like, oh, my God, you're literally thinking. that. (laughs) And I was like, but there's nothing wrong with that. But it is like I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah, that Helen's marriage is so fucked up that like she, she wouldn't go to Paris with her husband. So it's like I'll go with my best friend or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's lonely. Her her stepkids hate her. F off, Helen. No, she's just clinging on to um Lillian. So yeah, she does a really good job. But you know what? She definitely is a babe. I think this is a perfect sorting for her. Yeah, I love her. Uh, this actress. I don't know what her name is, but she is. She's so great. Love her so much. I love her in Neighbors. Rose Byrne, I think. Yeah, Rose Byrne. Yeah, well, shout out to her. She is amazing in every movie she does, I swear. Agreed. Yeah. Amazing. So good. All right. I'm up next, and I have Lillian, and she's a Slytherin. Like, we all know this is your wedding, Lillian, and the day should be about you, but maybe you think about someone other than yourself throughout the process. Her BFF is super poor. Her other friend is super lonely. Her dad can't afford this extravagant wedding. And the day of the wedding, all she cares about is her bed at her apartment. And her bathtub. And her bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) But also props to Lillian for being resourceful, like finding a super rich friend who will pay to take you to Paris. Not sure how she manipulated Helen into being her friend, but you go, girl. Take advantage of her loneliness and get all the fireworks. (laughs) The fireworks at a wedding is a bit weird. And we know she talks shit about people behind their back because of this glorious quote. Why can't you be happy for me and then go home and talk about me behind my back like a normal person? And that seems pretty Slytherin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she thinks that that's normal. That's not normal, everyone. Mm. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't talk about your loved ones behind their backs. That's bullshit. That's Bull- bullshit. Shit. Tell them to their freaking face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Keep an open dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Be honest, you know, be genuine. Be a Hufflepuff. Be a Hufflepuff. Um, I think Lillian is definitely a Slytherin, and I think that um, I'm really concerned for her marriage because I feel like uh, I, you, you get like absolutely no sense for her and Dougie, and like if they, do they even like each other? We never even see Dougie. Like, are we? Do is we? she marrying? Yeah, oh, we see, like, he, when he gets him. married. And like at the bridal the, shower, the, the, engage, the engagement, engagement party. party. Yeah. Engagement party, yeah. Oh, like, okay. Is, uh, he doesn't talk at all, I don't think. Like, he, um, and is she, is Lillian marrying him for his money? She makes lots of uh, comments about his money. 
yeah. like that uh, engagement party where they were at that country club. And she's like, oh, well, now I guess I kind of am a member. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying she's a gold digger, but you're saying she's a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't messing with no broke doggies. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, I think that's another that's another Slytherin move, you know, ambition. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, ambition to be rich. Yeah. Before we talk uh, about, she oh, doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry. She like refuses to pay for her workouts and like just oh gosh, yes. tree. Yeah. And Terry Crews. Yeah. Very resourceful. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's good. Uh, before we talk about Annie, I'm going to go ahead and slither in. Slither in! Oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, and I'm going to drink, I'm drinking now a busy lemonade hard seltzer. It's peach lemonade. Yum. You know, I tried to find the busy lemonade pack and I could not mm. find it. So I'm kind of um, sad. That's right. So I got white I mean, claw instead. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm you shocked. Um. <laughs> anyway, it's like lemonade with peach. Is a peach flavor. It's good. Nice. It's good. All right. So Annie, let's talk about Annie. Mm-hmm. Sorting Annie into Hufflepuff, and do you know why? Cake. Oh my God. Are you not paying attention to the movie? It's freaking cake. <laughs> her whole personality is cake. She's there making cakes, so she's sad because she can't make cakes. Her boyfriend's favorite thing about her is cake. It's cake. <laughs> whole fucking deal is cake to make her Hufflepuff other than cake because she's a total shit friend so but the cake being her old personality people put her in Hufflepuff even though she's a garbage person (laughs) all those lonely scenes of her making her like sad cakes too yeah and she works really hard on making that big ass flour and like you're just gonna eat that and then she just eats it (laughs) yeah this is some sad ass shit man (laughs) some really self-deprecating you have to like really scenes. fucking try to make one cupcake. Because as somebody who makes cakes and cupcakes occasionally, making one cupcake is not easy to get like the batter correct. You know, like yeah, because of the eggs, dozens of cupcakes and shit. Yeah, the fact that she just makes one cupcake is fucking weird. It is very strange. I don't understand it, and also. Like, I would want another one the next day. So just, like, make more than one yeah, so you have others available. Share them with us. Also, you can't make rent, but you're going to waste a bunch of flour and eggs and shit on one cupcake. I know. It's very strange. You know? So but her whole identity is cake. Very Hufflepuff identity. But otherwise, kind of sucks. Like, I, I always think about after she's, like, kind of messed up the... And not intentionally. I understand that, like, she was on drugs. I kind of messed up the bachelorette party and everything. And she calls Annie and is like, oh, you're probably still kind of mad at me, but I'm going to talk about myself on this voicemail for five minutes. Uh, call me back. I'm like, what the fuck, Annie? Like, get your shit together for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that scene particularly is just, like, so strange. I'm like, why? Like, you're not on good terms with her right now, so you're going to call her and give her a reason as to why she... Like you're proving her right. Like your life is a mess. <laughs> and yeah. That's why you need to yeah. take a step back from the wedding. And now you're calling her and telling her more reasons as to why your life is a mess. Makes no right. sense. You know, like at the end when they can't find her and she like works super hard to get Rhodes to help her. When he like looks where her um where Lillian's phone is and she's like, Oh, 
I'm such a good friend. I know exactly where she is. She's at her apartment. Like, why didn't you, why didn't you think of that first? Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Like, I'm gonna work super hard to find her when I just know where she is. Actually, uh, she turns to Helen and says, "I thought you checked there." And Helen says, "Oh, we did last night." Okay, well, whatever. Stand by it. Should check there too. Nobody should trust Helen. Well, I feel like it is, still, it is still a lot of effort for very little gain. The whole I don't thing know she, uh, what else she thought Rose was going to even help her with. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was I just think... like a, a whole thing to have a silly scene, which actually it is quite hilarious. Well, I, do I think like it, it was a whole thing to get her to interact with Rose. Like, oh, she's going to use this to get Rose to talk to her. And it worked. So really, yeah, she's true. just manipulating. <laughs> She's, yep, puff, puff, puff. Uh, she, uh, this whole movie, I have secondhand embarrassment watching her. I just I like, know. oh my God. It's, I actually had to fast cringy. forward through the scene where she punches the cookie and all, like when she explodes in the shower. Like from the point where she goes, we're all thinking it, lesbian, that point to like the end of that fight, I had to fast forward because I cringe so hard at that because I can't. I can't imagine doing that to any of my friends, let alone my best friend. I know. It's, no, like, it's just leave if you're uncomfortable. Yeah, or just be quiet, like a normal person. Right. <laughs> talk, Yeah, talk about her behind her back. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's terrible. And, the fa- and then when she goes and finds Lillian in her apartment, she's like, and Lillian's like, I'm, no, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are you sorry for, Lillian? You didn't fucking do anything. Like, come on, man. Like, it sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, that. Helen kind of did suck a little bit, too. Yeah, but Lillian she was just trying to. Oh, no, Lillian didn't need, Lillian to, didn't apologize need to apologize at apologize. all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally agree. It really was her day. And <laughs> when I was calling her Southern for that, I I was joking. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so cringy. But Kristen Wiig, love her. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's funny in the movie, but I'm just like, God, what a terrible shitbag person. She uh, <laughs> does a great, uh, that, that scene on the plane is just so fantastic. I loved it when she got, when the drunk scene on the plane. Yeah. She's, she's so like hilarious. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my so God, funny. yeah. <laughs> she's she so good. Okay. What kind of name is Stove? Well, my name is Steve. So. <laughs> it's an appliance. <laughs> Actually, I have a character, a, a non-player character in D&D that I named Stove. Nice. It makes me laugh every time. I'm like, and Stove says this. Uh, I love it. Well, I love these ladies in this movie. I love yeah, this one. Good one. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's watching good. It. I think it. I think it holds up. I mean, it's been like ten years somehow. It does, but I really wish they oh God, that food poisoning scene. I cannot handle. It is rough for me to get through that scene. <laughs> it really is. It's so like foul. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, that I, is I, I do appreciate that they're like it's a all female comedy. Women can be gross too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. That's definitely true. Yes. (laughs) I have a lot harder time getting through the scene where she's like fucking punching the cookie and shouting at the shower than I do. Yeah, those two scenes are really cringy. Like they're bad, but I mean they're good, but they're bad. Yeah, yeah. Like they're funny. (laughs) I think it's doing the the whole point. Like they're trying to make us feel how we're feeling. So it worked out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, next up is magical mashup. 
magical. Mash so this is where we combine the wizardly world and the bridesmaidly world into one. So who's getting married and who are the bridesmaids? <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, what I what I wanted to talk a little bit about is what we think wedding prep would be like for Ginny and Hermione's big big days uh, when Ooh. they were and Ron respectively, of course. So yeah, I think that Ginny did one of those like weddings where everyone thinks they're coming to a dinner party, but then like surprise, it's our wedding. Because um, I think oh. she probably didn't want her brothers or worse, Hermione. Uh, pestering her for months and months and like, you know, trying to like get their, get their like little hands on the wedding planning and everything. So um, I think she planned it on the low. Yeah, well, I, I agree like with that. that. I think those are so fun when people do that. I know. I actually wanted to do that for my wedding, but I, I think like Jim and I were like concerned that people would be like, oh, it's just a dinner party and not show up and then we wouldn't have everybody there that we wanted if we did that. Oh, so. yeah. That's definitely a risk. Yeah. Then you have to call people and be like, hey, um, I really need you to come to this dinner party. It's really important to me. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Like, some of my friends probably would have, like, bailed last minute, like, you know, just because they didn't feel like coming. And I've been like, shit, guys. Um, <laughs> so Yeah. Then on the well, how often that happens. I don't think many people have those kind of weddings. So That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, on the opposite end of that, I think Hermione, of course, had binders and binders of wedding plans and planned everything down to the last little detail and really made Ron kind of question if proposing was the right decision for him. Um, but in the end, she had the most beautiful, fun, and efficient wedding the Wizardly World has probably ever seen, and everyone had an amazing time, and she looked beautiful, and, and it was great. But yeah, I think it was probably a very stress-filled few months there when she was planning. Yeah, I do think that they would have opposite weddings. I do think Hermione would have been very stressed, which isn't so great, you know, with a wedding, you're supposed to be having a good time and, you know, it's about the marriage. But definitely Ginny would have had the better time, for sure. No stress and no no expectations. Well, at least in the planning portion. At least yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Hermione ultimately had a great time at her wedding and had a beautiful wedding and everything went off without a hitch and she kind of was able to enjoy the wedding day. But I think the months leading up to it right. Were, Right. Kind of a nightmare, yeah. probably for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. these ideas. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I mean, like idea. even if like the surprise thing didn't really start happening until like, recently, I think. Um, I think they might have gotten. Um, they might have eloped. <laughs> they may have eloped. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it would have been like less stress. So, um, anything like that, I definitely agree. Especially having six the, brothers. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, like I wouldn't want anything. I wouldn't want them to know anything because they would just ruin it. Having Molly for a mom who's great, but also is a little bit of a fretter and and uh, having the paparazzi maybe there, like the press there and everything because you're marrying Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. I mean, same with Hermione, isn't Doesn't she end up being the minister of Ma Minis mistress? Thank you. Ma Magic? The yeah, she's the Minister of Magic eventually, but I'm pretty sure she gets married well before that. Yeah, that's true. She's not the Minister of Magic until Cursed Child, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cursed Child. <laughs> Canon. Canon, <laughs> unfortunately. It is, yeah. Um, but that was a good idea, Mish. I want to go to both of their weddings, though. I want to oh. be invited. <laughs> Me too. Do you think they had open bars? Even if they do, you could just yes. make your own drinks with your wand. Well, yeah, fine. They, definitely had, they definitely had open bars. Yeah, yeah. I definitely good. think I would rather go to Ginny's. I'd want to go to both. I love different types of weddings, and I feel like a lot of 
a lot of weddings are similar, but there's always something about each that is really special. And I think True. both of yeah. these weddings would have been really great to go to. Yeah. These fictional Absolutely. weddings. These fictional weddings would have been great. <laughs> I think the weddings that aren't on a time crunch are better. Um, For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Like, but there's pros and cons of each one. Okay. We can move on to the very theory. Are you guys ready for this? It's a good one. Yeah. Ooh. It's a good one. I'm not going mad. You're just as sane as I am. All right. So we are on to the eerie theory uh, for this segment for all of our listeners. Um, we discuss an off-the-ball Harry Potter theory. Uh, so for this episode, I'm going with the theory that Snape is actually not dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we didn't die. I have some um, examples why. Yes. So if you think about the entire series, Snape is one of the most important people who is protecting Harry. Harry literally just, and at that moment, Harry literally just found out that Snape was protecting him this entire time and literally just died for him. Um, and he was playing a very, very dangerous role in Harry Potter's survival and to ultimately kill Voldy. So with Harry knowing this, why wouldn't he come back when Harry used the resurrection stone? Maybe it's because he couldn't summon him because he wasn't actually dead. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe. Or maybe it's because he's a fucking D bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but, you would I mean, think Harry was kid after him. Yeah. So. so we're talking about what Harry's thinking here. And, um, <laughs> what well, I was going to say something. <laughs> why did he need his kid after him? I don't understand. Yeah. We, yeah. We want that's a whole different you know, thing. Like fucking Hagrid or something. Hagrid. Like you know, like, mm-hmm. why not, why not, uh, Rubius? Albus Potter. Potter. Albus yeah. Rubius Potter. Yes. That's way better, by the way. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but I would think that Harry would have, like, some questions for him during that time. But anyways, um, also, so second exhibit, when they laid out all the dead bodies after the boar in the seventh book, where was Snape's body? You would think Harry would want to let everyone know about Snape's double life and being so important in the good fight. But maybe they did afterwards, or maybe Nagini actually ate him. So who knows? Oh, that took a turn. That's not <laughs> dead, but maybe Nagini yeah. ate him. <laughs> I'm giving, like, the devil's advocate to this theory as yes, well. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one is that Snape is literally, like, the potions master. So you didn't think that, like, eventually Voldemort might find out about your, your double life and you wouldn't have, like, thought of some, some sort of anti-snake venom. And just yeah, have it, and having it ready to go. Yeah, that's a good it, point. That is a good point. But is it the venom that kills him, or is it that she jabs him in the? I thought he died the from jugular. From or the is jugular. it that I think it's that Nagini ate him. So. <laughs> <laughs> just ate him whole. Yeah, whole. She just like bit him, left him there, laid the, let him die on his own, talk to Harry a little bit, give him some memories, and then she comes back and eats him later. Yep. <laughs> When she's hungry? Yeah, it's been a while. I'm not so sure. I do think the the antidote, I feel like you're right. He probably would have had it. And he would have died faster if she actually did hit his jugular. So I feel like it's all a little bit um, off. There's yeah. there's something there. I could I could get behind him not being dead. Yeah. Um, so I do have to, uh, point out one other thing kind of unrelated from this, but I do just want to tell you guys, I thought it would be fun to do it on the podcast so that we can tell our 
listeners as well. So there is a typo that J.K. Rowling did in the sixth book. Um, and I'll send it to you guys. I took a picture of it because I actually found it today. Um, it's when uh, Ron gets poisoned from the mead that was supposed to be given to Dumbledore. Um, and then Hagrid, so that it's after the fact, Hagrid like is bringing him, Harry, like a snack or something. He's like, don't worry, I had all the house elves taste them first and make sure they're not poisoned because of what happened to your friend Rupert. She literally says, like, she literally wrote Rupert. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard this before. You actually saw it in the book, though? Yeah, so I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think I've seen that on the internet. Wait, so we don't know if it's a typo or if it's, Mm -hmm. like, a shout-out just to... Who says that? Well, J.K. Rowling wrote it. It's actually in the book. No, I understand, but who's the character? Oh, Hagrid. Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid says it. Yeah. What? Doesn't make any sense. Why would he be saying your friend to Harry? So I under okay. Let me look at it. So it's the one, two, third paragraph down. Slughorn says this, not Hagrid. And the reason that he says oh, it is sorry, he can never he can never remember Ron's name. He calls him Rupert a couple times, I think. Well, either way, it's a shout out to Rupert Grant, right? Well, I agree with that, but I'm just saying that. Um, yeah, it's maybe it wasn't a type though. Is that a type? That's true. Like, she did always have like weird, like weasel bee and oh yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. So maybe it was intentional, but it's definitely a shout out to Rupert Grant, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I do like that. Uh. Okay, so you heard it here first. Snape's not dead. No, you probably didn't hear her <laughs> here first. Yeah, you heard it here last. I'm assuming. Probably. <laughs> Uh, but now it's time to spell that Veritaserum. The time has come for answers. Have you brought the Veritaserum? During this segment, we answer your questions. And we actually have one from our friend Megan. Uh, cocktails underscore and underscore cravings at, on Instagram. And she just got followed by Chrissy Teigen, which is very exciting. She was on oh, our... Megan. Yeah, she was on our Very Potter musical episode. So if you want to listen to her, go there and then follow her on Instagram. Her question is... What would you sort the days of the week? So let's just like quickly go through. Monday's obviously Slytherin. No. Um, That's Ravenclaw. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're coming down from the weekend, so you're going to start making smart choices like eating better and not drinking any alcohol. <laughs> okay, good point. Okay, uh, I'm on board. No, yeah. Uh, not me, no. <laughs> okay, well, me. <laughs> Honestly, Monday's not my worst day. Tuesday is. So Tuesday's the Slytherin. I did Slytherin for Tuesday, too. Yep, definitely Slytherin. I'm not very good customer service wise on on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday's the worst because you're yeah, it's just don't the worst. care about my job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't say puff because it's hump day. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. nice. Hufflepuffs puffs mm-hmm. like to hump. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it's Thursday. Uh, Gryffindor Taco Tuesday Margaritas. What? Mm-hmm. We're on Thursday. Gryffindor. Taco Tuesday and Thursday, hundred percent. Totally agree. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. In my house, we actually have we have tacos on Thursdays. <laughs> and then I guess like, and then I say Friday is like definitely um, Slytherin because of um, alcohol. It manipulates me to drink. <laughs> I think. Like, oh, you made it to. to good yeah. job. You made it to the weekend. It's here's a beer. I think it's a little, I think it's Gryffindor because it's just like always a risky day with typically how much I drink because <laughs> I'm excited that the work week is over. But yeah, yeah that's true. I could see, I could see 
Slytherin too. Wait, did we say Slytherin? <laughs> yeah. Slytherin, okay. Uh, yeah. Saturday's Hufflepuff, right? Because it's your feel-good day. You spend time with your oh, friends. Yeah. You eat yeah, whatever you yeah. want. You're generally having a good time like Hufflepuffs yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Smoking trees. Yep, for sure. Yep. Smoking those Sunday trees. Slytherin. No, it's kind of it's like the weekend, but it's not really because you have to go to work the next day. Yeah, but I have it. So I have it split up between two. So Hufflepuff in the morning, Slytherin in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK. Uh, yeah, Hufflepuff in the streets and Slytherin in the sheets for sure. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I like all that. So like yeah, Raven, Ravenclaw for money. I'm, I'm on board for that. one. That's the only Ravenclaw day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Good we call question. speed sorting, speed sorting. Woo! Good question, Megan. Thank yeah. you. Shout out to Megan, by the way. I'm very happy for you that your idol, Chrissy Teigen, yeah. is following That's you. That's awesome. really exciting. Yeah. So Megan, like, Megan's posts have been gorgeous lately. Oh, my God. Like I know. She's great. She's fucking killing it. Good job, Megan. Yeah. Everybody Ooh. check it out. I'm proud that she likes us. You know? I know. Yeah. No, I feel like she's way more famous than we are. So We're like, like one sure. degree away from Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our Bridesmaids episode. Don't forget to like us, rate us five stars, subscribe, share, comment, or whatever else you want to do to keep us going. Follow us on Instagram at sloppy.sorting.hat, Twitter at sloppy sorting, and on Facebook. And also on TikTok at sloppy sorting hat. We have special sloppy stuff over there. So send us some questions and suggestions. But until next time, stay sloppy. Help me. I'm poor. Ha, <laughs> ha,